Hello, this is Frederick from Opus, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hi, this is Simon Wright from D.O. Dio Disciples and ACDC, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hi, this is Carmine of Peace, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. All right, Pittsburgh! You wanted the best! You got the best! Welcome to episode 471 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John, coming to you from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, bringing the best rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and blues talk on the net. Joining us in episode 471, once again, drummer Carmine Apiece. Uh, Carmine, who's played with the likes of Jeff Beck, uh, King Cobra, Rod Stewart, Blue Murder, Cactus, uh, he will be coming into Pittsburgh to do a show on October 27th. It's going to be a Jurgles with Vanilla Fudge. Vanilla Fudge, an extremely, extremely influential band. Um, the list of people that have cited Vanilla Fudge as an influence is just amazing. And Carmine's got a new album out uh, with a fellow uh, guitarist. His name's Fernando Perdoma. The album is called... Energy Overload. It was released in September on Cleopatra Records. So we're going to play a little bit of the first single called Rocket to the Sun. We're going to get into that interview with Carmine. I must say before we get into the interview, though, Carmine has very strong opinions uh, politically uh, regarding the state of the coronavirus, the pandemic, uh, vaccines, etc. So some of the content, um, to be upfront with you, has been edited uh, as we are not a forum for political views and conspiracy theories and the such. So uh, we try to keep it to music, always have tried to keep it to music. We hope you respect that, enjoy that. Um, there are no shortage of places to get political views, um, and we suggest uh, you seek those elsewhere if that's what you're into. Uh, we are here for rock and and would like to stay that way. So without further ado, here is Rocket to the Sun by Carmine Peace and Fernando Perdomo.
right, ladies and gentlemen, my pleasure to welcome Science Eater Rocks. We have on the line Carmine Apiece. How are you doing, Carmine? Okay, I'm good. Well, fantastic. Uh, you've got a new album coming out, an instrumental with uh, an amazing musician, Fernando Perdoma, um, Energy Overload on Cleopatra Records. Yeah, it just came out. We actually just finished the, the, we did one video as a, just an introduction to the album. And we always wanted to release uh, this one song called uh, Flower Child. Okay. And, and we just finished that video and we're going to set it up with the label to you know, get a proper release for that video and all that. It's just really, uh, really cool. I mean, the album is really cool and it came along to do this at the right time for me because mm -hmm. um, I just moved to Florida and we bought a house here that had a guest house. And it was always a plan to make a studio in there so I can have drums set up and hopefully get a good drum sound and then I don't have to you know, go out and record at other people's studios anymore, you know? And I could just walk through, walk through the garage, drums are set up, turn on the computer and start playing, you know? That's, that's the only, the only problem is I'm my own energy, but <clears throat> at the time, I didn't know much about recording. I knew a little bit. And when uh, Fernando called me, uh, now originally I got the call from Tom Dowd's family, you know, the great producer. Mm -hmm. And his, his wife and daughter called me to say hi. And they said, oh, by the way, there's a, there's a guy uh, that used to live here in Florida, lives in LA now, that Tom was thinking of working with before he passed away. And he wants you to play in a couple of tracks on his album. So do you mind talking to him? I said, sure, I'll talk to him. So, so I talked to him and you know, we talked and we said, well, look, let's, uh, let me send you a track from my iPad that I wrote a garage band thing, an instrumental thing. Let's see, what you, let's see what you think of it. So he liked it. So he sent it back to me and he did all the guitars over and it sounded great. So, so I put a drum track on it and it sounded really good. And he said, well, look, I got a friend of mine. We could mix it, you know? And uh, so he had his friend mix it. And wow, I said, wow, this sounds good. So I said, I was proud of myself. I engineered my own drums, you know? Yeah. So then uh, he sent me one of his tracks. And then it kept going like that, back and forth, back and forth. And now we had 18 songs done. Was it? So we should get this release. So I called my friends at Cleopatra and I said, look, I just did this instrumental album. I think it would be cool to release it. It's some really good stuff. So they heard it and they said, oh yeah, we like this. Let's get it released. So here we are. So it, it, it seems like a very relaxing way to put something together compared to, you know, a lot of people that work on deadlines or, you know, carving things out as a, player doing instrumental work does it kind of do you change your approach at all you have a little maybe a little more space to fill sonically well you do because even though like in these instrumentals the, the guitar and any keyboard or a, a vocal you know that that is a part you know like in the uh, maybe maybe i'm amazed there's all the background vocals in that you know mm -hmm. and uh you know, so you play accordingly, but when you're playing with a voice, you know, you try not to get in the way of the voice. Right. You know, you play around the voice. But in this case, even when you're playing with the guitar, it's still an instrument. So you can 
he could play around with the instrument playing the lead. Yeah. It was all improvised anyway. There was no set like uh, parts, you know, except for we know we're going to do the lead part here. And then we'll, you know, we'll break into some solos, four bar breaks. Like when we brought Derek Sherinian in, we, we worked it out so he would play four bar breaks with Fernando, you know, in soloing. And then, then at one point, the, four, the three of us would take four bar break, you know. But I was blown away that Fernando not only played really great guitar, but played really great bass. And yeah. the keyboards were adequate too, you know. It's just, uh, he didn't do any solo into keyboard, but he, he, he added, you know, like a depth to the, uh, each piece of music. And it was really awesome. And, it- you know, and we, he never argued, like, I think you should do this. Because, yeah, he thinks like that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I said, well, unless you don't think so. I said, no, I like that idea. You know? So it was, uh, we bounced off each other really easy. It was easy to do. Doing the video as well. You know, we didn't do, you know, very expensive videos. But, you know, we just did enough video to get, to, to do a video, you know? Sure. At this point in your career, you've done so much and played with so many musicians, you know, over the, over the history of, you, you know, your time in music. Is it kind of nice to be able to just make, you know, have that personal connection, that musical synergy with somebody and just do it for the joy of making the music as opposed to worrying about, you know, this, we've got to have, you know, when you, you, you know, you're in an era where you had to have hits, I don't know if hits really make sense in rock music anymore, but is it somewhat liberating to just find that musical connection and just feed off of that and for the enjoyment of making the music? Definitely. You know, because I'm doing a King Cobra record now and, and the two guitar players both, both basically said to me, look, we were spending all that time doing an album and, Nobody buys it like they used to, so nobody hears it. So why even bother doing it? You know, you don't make a lot of money. I said, look, it's just, you're doing it for the fact that you, we created a band, King Cobra, and we can still make music and still put it out there. Whoever buys it, buys it. And you keep the legend going, you know? Yeah. It's not about money now. I mean, all the money in this music business is gone. You know, even for big artists, it's, the record part of it's gone. You know, yeah. You don't make these, you know, big artists. I mean, what's that? Kanye West was, was going to do a Vanilla Fudge, take me for a little while in one of his rap things, and he used he used our arrangement of the song, but he used somebody else's version that did it. And but you know, we were looking at okay, if we if he does 130 million streams, the band makes a half a million bucks. You know, back in the old days, you sold 250,000 albums. You make yeah. half a million bucks, you know? So you, yeah. you got to do a lot more to make any money. Yeah. If you went and sold 5 million albums, 10 million albums, you know, 10 million albums, you made 20, 20 million bucks, you know? Yeah, you, you sell 20 million albums in this market today. You'd yeah, be... 20 million views, you make, you make like... 20 grand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's... So you don't, I mean, you get 0.003 cents every time a Spotify thing, at least with iTunes, you could still make a dollar 20. You make 70 cents of your money, you know? But yeah. If you can find people. It's, it's awful. It's awful. So the only way really to make 
money is is get you record to sell 50 billion you know streams and then you go out on tour and you make money but yeah. you know and then we had it's, to it's terrible it's terrible but you know so we go out and do dates you know normally i do 50 60 dates a year you know with covid this year i'll be lucky if i did 18 last year i did four you know yeah so and I yeah. can't, I can't even get an SB, SBA loan because I'm, I work more this year than last year. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going the wrong way. Not, not getting, uh, yeah. not getting the business, not getting too much in, in some respects. Yeah. yeah, it seems, it seems this has brought out the. Well, I, I hope this is the worst of the media in the last year and a half. I hope it can't be uh, worse than this. media and social media. Yeah, and yeah. social media. I, I don't. I, I hate that thing. It's so stupid. I mean, I put legitimate music things up there, and I get mediocre reaction. I put up there that I stopped dyeing my hair. I'm just letting it go. You know, silver and black. I get 3,700 comments. <laughs> yeah, that's it's and 100,000 people watch it. I go, come on, that's what's important. Yeah, exactly. So it's, you know? it's become kind of a... I put up a, Tim Bogut died. I don't get that kind of thing. I put up Eddie Van Halen died. I don't get that kind of thing. I, I put up good musical things or look at this video, you know, nothing like that. I put up, I stopped dyeing my hair, look at, look at my new hair, bam, 100,000 people, 3,700 comments. You're, you're the trending thing of the day yeah, for... ridiculous. For... Stupid, you know. Yeah, I wish I could. Uh, viral about your hair. Not my hair. Your hair, maybe. Not mine. Yeah, my hair. Yeah, my hair. But it, it's stupid. It's just really stupid. All that social media and the way people. For instance, Fernando told me. He said, "Oh, the album's coming out. Let's put, let's put up a, a link to you know where you can buy it and where you can." I said, "Dude, I put up links on my social media all the time. Nobody views it. Nobody cares about that stuff on my Facebook." Anyway, yeah, it is. It's, it's no, it's, we got to put it up. So I put it up, and guess what? I got like two comments, three comments. You know, five hundred yeah. people like it. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. yeah so, if they if they all buy it, you're in good shape. But yeah. is is the um, album available at your website, and is it digital only, or are you doing physical versions? It's it's actually I don't even have it up on my website because nobody buys it on the website. You know, yeah, right. I've had, I have my guitars just up on the website. Every once in a while, I get an order. And my book up on the website, every once in a while, I get an order. The only time I got some action is when uh, my drum book was out of print for a couple of months. I sold a bunch of them on my website. So that's it. But uh, you know, I don't get much action on the, uh, on the internet. Yeah, it is a tricky thing to to drive traffic and to keep people's interest and yeah, get I mean, them. You know what? I got better things to do, you know? Yeah. Make the music. They, want it, they can get it at Amazon. They can get everything I, that I sell. I, yeah, I don't sell t-shirts on my website. I save that for the gigs. You know? yes. Speaking of gigs, you're doing a show here in the Pittsburgh area on the uh, 27th of October with Vanilla right. Fudge. Um, is it going to be kind of, you guys kind of hit a particular album or is this kind of a best of set 
for you guys? Well, we, we do a little of everything. We're going to be doing the new song. We have a new song called Stop in the Name of Love. And you know about that? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do that song. And yeah. Okay, so we do like I'm a believer and break on through this from the spirit of 67. And we do People Get Ready, Take Me for a Little While from the first album. And we do uh, the new one, Stand in the Name of Love, Stop in the Name of Love. We do an original called Pray for Peace. That's from the that same album, 67. Then we do the break song, Shotgun into a drum solo. Then we do Season of the Witch. And you keep me hanging on. Then we do Days and Confused from our Zeppelin album. That'll be a fun one. Yeah, so it's a, it's a good rocking set. It's a, I'm a believer is really good. And Break on Through is killer. Yeah. So yeah. I got to listen to the arrangement again. So I forgot how it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always two fun. Years, it's been two years since we played because, you know, we were going to record and then do some gigs. Um, and then COVID hit, you know. So before that, it's been, uh, I don't know when it was, mid-summer 2019. You know, so where are we now? We're 21. You know? Yeah, it's it's fun to think about that. And I imagine some of these albums, you or some of these songs, you know, as you, through the course of your career, you could do on autopilot. You know, you've probably done. Well, once we know, rehearse, we're going to rehearse uh, on the 24th. You know, just go through the set. And once we go through it, it's like riding a bike, you know. Just start yeah. remember how it goes. But, you know, I'll listen to the songs individually. Uh, we have a, we did a live record uh that has, uh, I have it in my, in my files. It, it has all the songs, you know, a lot of these songs anyway. So I'll, I'll just look at that, you know, see yeah. how it goes. Well, I, I do want to thank you for your time, Carmine. It's been a pleasure talking to you again. The 27th, we'll catch you at Jurgles, God willing. Yeah. All, all right, right cool. cool, man. Well, thank nice you so much. You, I appreciate it. Take care. Okay, we'll see then. you in a couple of weeks. Okay, bye-bye. Take care. All right, that about wraps up this episode of Iron City Rocks. We want to thank Carmine Peace for coming on the show and talking about the new album, Energy Overload. You can get that on Cleopatra Records. Uh, you can check out his website for some of the things he mentioned in the interview. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, drumming uh, how-tos and things like that on his website. I'm personally not a drummer, so I don't know what all of it is about. I won't pretend to, uh, but you can check that out as well. Again, he will be in town with Vanilla Fudge, sporting that new hairstyle. Uh, he will be in town on the 27th. Jurgles, Warrendale. Uh, you can get your tickets now. And we look forward to seeing that. So until next time, we want to invite you to check out ironcityrocks.com. We are on every social media under the sun as Iron City Rocks. Or you can reach us at ironcityrocks at gmail.com. Let us know what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. Were you interested in Carmine's political views? Were you not interested in Carmine's political views? Uh, we take our cues from things we hear from you. What do you want to hear? Um, I know a lot of podcasts out there that probably would have left that in, and I should say in full disclosure, um, that it does help certainly get shows noticed when people make headline-type statements, blasting other band members, things about the coronavirus, whatever. Uh, we've always tried to take a bit of a... a kind of neutral stance on when it comes to politics and that such um, and really focus on music. Uh, we certainly have plenty of opinions on music. Uh, don't hesitate to share those with you. 
um, but we'd like to keep the politics out of the show. So we hope you appreciate that. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>